1: Hey Hustlers, we know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you. Introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Visit sprout.ph slash monthly 5 k If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode.
2: The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by union bank global linker a free digital platform that empowers filipino msmes to digitize their business and go global sign up now at unionbank.globallinker.com/hustleshare hustle share to get a free ebook on surviving covid19 for your business also buy TagCash: spend play earn and build a mobile wallet super app for your startup Go now to HustleShare.com slash TagCash to apply and get your startup's mobile wallet. And Chatbot PH Save time and effort for your business. Automate how your team does customer service, marketing, and key redundant processes. All by using a chatbot. Invest in your own chatbot now and use AI to run your business. Go to www.chatbot.ph
3: Because there's three types of artists. One, is the passionate ones. They only care about their emotions and releasing their music as a form of a journal. The second type of artist would be the money-generating ones. And the third type of artist would be a mixture of both. And they slowly learned how to be the latter.
2: Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Bait
1: Welcome to episode 82 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ronster and I'm your host. And this episode is powered by Union Bank Global Linker, a free digital platform that empowers Filipino MSMEs to digitize their business. We are a proud affiliate of the Podcast Network Asia, but before we begin, we'd like to remind you that this podcast contains not safe for work language. So make sure there are no kids when you're listening to this, because today we're gonna have a Filipino rap star with us. And her name is Karen Sita, who's gonna share with us the hustle of a Filipina hip hop star. And this hustle is very, very interesting because Karen has been on this grind for quite a while, because she's been trying to get into showbiz at a young age of just four when she started joining talent competitions in TV. But though she failed, she's gonna share with us how she hustled through the years with the guidance of her parents to make it to where she is now. She's also gonna share how she learned the ropes of music as a business, where she learned to be marketable instead of just being passionate about her craft. And then she's also gonna share her daily grind and how she actually makes music where some of them actually became a viral dance challenge all over the internet. And stick around till the end because Karen is gonna share a side of her that she doesn't really reveal to people outside. Like how she manages her finances and how she hustled to start her own business. So if you're ready to learn the hustle of a Filipina hip hop star, let's begin this episode right Man. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. I am freaking out. Holy fucking shit. Sorry if I had to cuss right from the get-go. Because I'm interviewing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a rap star. This is the first time I had a rap star. And I will tell you, we have. The world famous Karen Sita in the building. Welcome to the podcast, Karen
3: Sita. What's poppin'? How are you, Ron? I'm a really big fan of Hustle Share. First
1: I, I am the host. even found me. How did this happen? How did <laughs> happen a rap star listen to me? Holy shit! Um, you might you might have ended up in the wrong side of Spotify because the right side of Spotify. <laughs> Usually ends up with the right stuff, the, the, the music, the rap stars. We're nothing in the was a mistake. Time. Holy shit. How did you find nothing. out about Hustle Share? I'm just curious.
3: Um, uh, I love podcasts. I love okay. um, listening to a lot of podcasts, especially mm. Filipino ones, because I'm very mm. patriarchal. I want to learn more about the country and what's going on here compared to listening to podcasts that have nothing to do or pertaining to the Philippines.
1: Okay. So OPM uh, represents. Yeah. Right there, you yeah, go. Yeah, And then I'll tell you too, as well. I'm a big fan of yours. I still remember vividly how I found out about your music. Oh. So I was I was listening on the radio. I, was, I remember it was Magic, Magic 9.9. Right. 9. I was like, and Magic doesn't play a lot of OPM. They're they're not mm-hmm. that popular to to really. I mean, in terms of ratio, they do top forty, right? Mm-hmm. And they, there's not a lot of OPM that makes it to that top forty list. And then this track plays. I'm like.
0: I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> well, I
1: remember I was in Skyway. I had the, I had the, you know, you know, it's a damn good song. When you had that stink face on, I'm like,
0: what? Yeah. "Yeah! I was like, "Ooh, ooh this is Max." Is, <laughs>
1: ooh, who is this? Shit? And I like, yeah. boom. Then I had to Google as soon as I got to the toilet. And I found out it was you. Ever since Aww. then, I was a fan. So, mad I mean, props to this? you. When was this?
3: What year was this?
1: A couple years ago, um, 2018. Yeah, right,
0: okay,
3: okay,
1: all uh, right, uh, early 2018, right? So, again, this that's when you made it big. It's like, oh wow, this one thing is really popping because I wasn't even sure it was local. You sounded so crisp, yeah, so oh, it was like really thank dope. Thank you. So, I'm a big rap thank fan you. if y'all can listen to it now, but I'm gonna stop because we need to ride something and we need to ride a hustle share time machine because we need to go all the way back and find out. The hustler behind the rapper, right? Because uh, Karen here is, I mean, just fucking Google her. She's been all over the place. But I want to know how you started out. Because, you know, hustling in the rap game, is, especially in the music game or any entertainment business, is not easy. Can you Mm -hmm. tell us what type of hustles you did growing up? Because you did grow up in, in, in Sydney. Were you born there too?
3: I was born in Sydney, Australia, but okay. we moved to Manila when I was mm-hmm. 4 years old to okay. join Little Miss Philippines wow. sa Itulaga nasa GMA. Yeah. I was a grand finalist on that and wow. after that I furthered my studies in Cebu. Mm-hmm. So, I've been, I've been growing, up in, growing up in Cebu for more than 15 years now. Mm. And after I graduated high school, CIE, mm. I really wanted to pursue music as a profession. Got I it. tried everything. I did everything I could to tell my parents that I could actually make a living out of this. I believe in myself. They believed in me, but they were scared to let me go. Mm-hmm. They were get- scared of showbiz because they know. They know what's scary about showbiz. Right. And, it's a very dark industry.
1: Correct. For young and,
3: girls, diba? Mm-hmm. you wouldn't let your daughter go there,
1: Run. Absolutely, and especially in, in in the music industry, right? There's always a lot of stereotypes that women get put into. You know, you're either doing the band correct. game or you're doing correct. the you know the Viva Hot babes game and whatnot. Correct. And, and there wasn't really a prominent, especially not just in the Philippines but in rap in hip hop per se. Yeah. You know, the, yes. people get put. Put in a box, especially for women. You know, they're the, the old school ones, like you know, the the, uh, the in the '90s where Left Eye was there and fucking Lil mm-hmm. Kim or or whoever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then now all those. Yeah, to... yeah.
3: I I know your point. Yeah, I understand your point. So, so how really did you overcome
1: yeah. that that challenge uh, early on?
3: The challenge of stereotype. Luckily, naman Ron, I didn't get to experience. Any discrimination, some music or some film or in show business in general, Mm -hmm. I was always guided by my parents. Everywhere I go, they were there. Every meeting, every Mm -hmm. studio session, they were there. They would never allow me to be alone inside the studio. And sometimes music producers would find that very odd, especially in Los Angeles where it's a very independent living there. But you know how Filipino parents are. Wherever you are, they will still be Filipino.
0: They will so be I was with you,
3: José. Yes, okay. <laughs> I was very lucky,
1: Ron. Yeah. Pero
0: so,
3: kawawa naman mga iba na naka-experience ng discrimination.
1: Absolutely. Now, in in terms of how you hustled, because again, how wh- how did you decide? Did you did you even wh- what were the uh, influences you have? Because as musicians, right, mm-hmm. usually it's a good you're a culmination of a lot of musical influences. Uh, yes yeah uh, that you, what were what was that for you going up because and then how did you uh set, really decide okay, the rap game is my game, y'all H- how did you decide on that
3: I wouldn't necessarily box myself into one genre such as hip hop okay. because at the end of the day I'm still human, I don't have any fixed emotional schedule, so if you actually listen and listen to my songs, they're a mixture and a touch of hip hop, electronic pop um, yep. Straight up pop, um, reggaeton, mm-hmm. and dance hall. But Absolutely. my main main influences, number one, would be Michael Jackson. Ooh, He's the first artist I was exposed to when I was two years old. Mm-hmm. I would emulate him in front of the TV, nice. and I just really admire his work ethic. The fact that he has classics. Ap- classics after classics that's the type of notion that i want to emulate with my music like cibuana was was my big hit next was no apology next is bum 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 i still want to go after hits after hits after hits
1: i I I saw idk idk stuck in my head Uh, ringing (laughs) idk thank
3: you that's straight up hip-hop there's nothing else to that
1: for real though that's what it is okay so after michael jackson you you yeah. Uh, do, well, who were the other influences you had?
3: I admire Beyonce for the energy that she has on stage because yep. she's she's wearing very high heels. She's a very good dancer. She's twerking. She's dancing. She's rapping. She's a total athlete on stage. So I admire her for being that athlete on stage mm. i admire kendrick lamar for his narcissism his mm. stilo, his creativity yep. and uh, lastly bob marley because of the impact that he's made wow throughout all of his songs because he mm. in, he wanted to cure racism by injecting music into people's lives right. and there's this really cool story about bob marley like he was scheduled to perform at a peace rally one day mm. and two days before he was scheduled to go on stage he he got shot in his own house but oh, after he got shot, he still had the audacity to go up that stage and advocate for peace. So mm-hmm. I admire so much of Bob Marley doing that. And I wish I could do the same. And to be fearless and to stand up for people. Absolutely. That's bigger than an artist. That's, that's people power already.
1: Okay. Now walk us through that journey of... How you got to you know the currency? Because people, uh, you know, people always think that it's an overnight success, but people don't realize how ma- how fucking hard it is to get to you. Yes. It took years and years of pain, hustle, and suffering yes. to get to you yes. are. What were those uh, the key um, uh, memories you've had growing up that you know that sticks to you right now? That holy shit, I had to go through this stuff just to get to where I am.
3: Marami talaga <laughs> Marami talagang failures. Hindi talaga to overnight success. I started in show business at the age of four years old and I made my first hit at the age of 22. Wow. That's a very long time of trying right. and trying and trying.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, samples of failures would be X Factor. Mm-hmm. I didn't go through Miss Saigon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did Star Camp, which was a, a scam. TV reality show that I joined for 6 months na hindi ako alakain na scam pala ito. <laughs> wow. Wow, okay. Naman, right. when I was 17 years old, so right. having a family background na wala sa showbiz. Right. Sobrang hirap talaga kasi walang naka-experience ng mga ganito. So I had to do everything from scratch.
1: Mm-hmm. But what were the biggest learnings now that you said you had to learn the ropes, have to go some, some, to some of those pitfalls. Unfortunately, some you really can't avoid them sometimes. What were the early learnings that you now put into work so that you won't fall into the same pitfalls after you learn from them?
3: I think the most important learning that I got from my whole career would be two things. To understand what the consumers want. Because there's three types of artists. One is the passionate ones. They only care about their emotions and
0: mm-hmm.
3: releasing their music as a form of a journal. The right. second type of artist would be the money generating ones. And the third type of artist would be a mixture of both. And I right. slowly learned how to be the latter. Mm. My second biggest learning would be to start local before you go global.
0: Mm-hmm. Protect because home you need court. to
3: build you need to build your credibility kung saan ka galing. You can't just go to Hollywood Universal Records and say, I have talent, sign me. Tapos, tanungin ka na, oh, ilang, ilang traction mo sa, sa bansa mo sa Pilipinas, kung taga-Pilipinas ka talaga. Tapos, right. you say, wala, wala po, wala. So, you have to start local before but, you go good. That's my malaking learnings.
1: Absolutely, it's, it's just like a business, right? You have to have a the 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 core fans, and they always say it. And in business, there's this metric that you have to have one thousand true fans. Uh, when you say true fans, that these are your the core. That whatever happens, whatever you fucking do, they they'll will be still buy your you.
3: merchandise. Correct,
1: yeah. correct. So yeah. in 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 songs, at the end of the day, in in show business, it is a fucking business, right? And it's uh, you need to be relevant and you need to be sellable because at the end of the day, someone's gotta pay the bills, and those bills yes. are gonna be coming from either the <laughs> labels, fucking live events, or whatever. There's so many revenue streams and oh, whatnot.
0: Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> she does oppo me, guys. What the fuck? You're the most respectful one. <laughs> I feel old. Okay. Uh, anak, anak, thank you, ha? Huh? <laughs> All right. I'm 31, you're 24. Tell oh, you hell yeah, you talking about, man. Come on now. Um, okay. Now, last question before we take our first break. Um yeah. When push comes to shove and, you know, it's very difficult, did you find your why? early on because you were really gung-ho and getting into showbiz. What was that why? What were you trying to prove to yourself or to whoever that you wanted to really pursue this as a career?
3: It was very different when I was 17 years old because there wasn't any social media back then. The end goal when I was 17 was just to get exposure. I need to get an X-Factor because I need to get exposed to Gary V and Charlie Campenko because they know people that can introduce mm-hmm. me to other people. But mm-hmm. naman, I want to make sure that my art is a gift to people to help their lives better and brighter. So that's why I focus on making dance music because mm-hmm. people find enjoyment from that. They make dance challenges. Um, they make TikToks from it and music videos. And I really see the, the authenticity of their enjoyment through my music. Mm-hmm. And I think people fail in this business because they feed their ego too much. They want everything for themselves. But for me, I just want to keep giving so that people enjoy what I put out at the end of the day.
1: Absolutely. Now, okay, let's take our first break before I get too carried away. And when we come back, let's talk about the dance shine just to do a time, about just Yes. I'm just, I, I, I see myself dancing and I'm just preventing myself from going to TikTok with just that thought my grand. But let's talk oh, about no. that. Let's talk about all of that when we come back from the break.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no
2: matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care.
1: PlushCare Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications
2: like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans.
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Hey, guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact 24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. That's SASCHallenge.ph. and good luck and see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. I'm preventing myself from downloading TikTok and doing this, this whole thing called Bam 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 Challenge because this girl is, really, is so responsible for letting a lot of people dance. But... Okay, stop. I'm not going to do it. Not not Not, not me. You guys, you can... Do it. Okay, now, Karen, before the break, you, you <laughs> just described to us.
3: <laughs>
1: Ken, can. I'll, I'll tell her downstairs after she's done watching Netflix.
0: <laughs>
1: she likes the Zoom, but <laughs> no. For real. No, she saw your video in Sinulog. She's like, oh, I can do that.
0: All right. Wow.
1: Yeah, so. nice. There you go. I'm, I'm a legit fan, y'all. I'm telling you. So, Karen, before you break, you... you told us what's the background like, the music like, how the process is like, and what's the why. Now I understand, I want to understand what's the daily grind like of a Karencita. Because you know, this is this this is not repetitive at all. Yes, there's some things that are quite repetitive, but uh, let me understand how the process is like what what do you guys what do you usually do on a normal basis? Because it's not just all performing. There's a lot right. performing is probably just one p- small part of it. The preparation must be super tedious.
3: Right, right. Good question, Ron. When it comes to music and the daily grind, I never schedule when I'm going to write because it doesn't work organically for me. Mm. I just let the songwriting happen. I don't say Monday I gotta write a hit, Tuesday I gotta write a hit. No, it just doesn't happen that way for me. I just let it happen organically. So I don't schedule that. But in terms of building my fan base, I'm very on top of that. For example, Mm. I do a lot of online shows, especially now that it's quarantined, we have so much time. I do weekly shows on Hoikaridad TV, which is a show I created. Every Friday, I do a free concert on Facebook for the fans because I I just want to keep giving them free content. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it so far.
1: Okay, got it. Now, in terms of... uh Looking for inspiration because again, you say you say it's not really, uh, you can't force it, it just comes to you. But yes. on those yes. moments where you are in the most productive mm-hmm. form to create songs, what usually is yeah. that?
3: Oh, such a good question. Hmm. Well, I find inspiration from other people's success,
0: mm. like
3: different artists for example taylor swift that's a really good example she released a documentary on netflix yeah whenever i watch successful artists succeed at what they do it really inspires me because it makes me say if she can do it i can do it if he can do it i can do it Mm -hmm. so i really put myself and force myself to be put in an inspirational bubble to have positive energy around me Mm -hmm. do you know does that make any sense
1: yeah, absolutely. I watched, as, as, as weird as it may sound, I watched that documentary. Right? <laughs> okay, props. <laughs> and then Kanye is a total, total douchebag now. Kanye found a holy fuck that asshole. That so right. sad. Right? What a douche. Was so
0: sad. But hey,
1: I only love him for his music, not for what he does outside. <laughs> total idiot. Right. Okay, now um, you mentioned about creating songs. uh. I, I'm very curious of this because again, uh, let's talk Netflix, right So some dudes yeah. so some some brothers and some sisters usually start with the beat and then they they put on the, the on the, the lyrics. Some is the o- opposite and they put the lyrics on and then they find the beat. How do you do how do you do your songs?
3: Again, there's no blueprint. I, oh, wow. I'm, I'm really being honest. I can't start from just one thing for the whole entire career sometimes mm. it's for example the lyrics um cebuana I'll, I'll give an example for cebuana mm. i started with the concept i wanted to make a song for the Sinoluk festival i needed something for the cebuanos uh, to chant on an animal basis yes. so everything stemmed from the concept for bam 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 naman i was inspired by k-pop so mm. i wanted to make something that sounded like Korean music, something that's
1: very very repetitive. Dun, 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 right, dun. right. And and you yeah, you, you yeah. succeeded in that because again, let's talk about virality here. You are now yeah. trending with the hashtag Bam 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 trend, viral hustle, right? Can you just uh, how did this even happen? Because the song went out last year, and all of a sudden right. it's 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 fucking viral again now. Uh, right. right right similar to <laughs> i i hate to compare that but again you can yeah. never predict like lo- look at that bystone song that that all of a sudden is a hit now because of the coffin dance right That's a bystone no, no, i'm not song. familiar of about- <arausibly> <todo> that there's this a that? paul baron there's a paul bearer there's a bunch of black dudes c- carrying a coffin and they're and then they dance around with it. Let's check it out. Oh, it's fucking that cool. That one! Yeah. yeah. The song is by Bystone. I know it's quite you're old.
0: About now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but again, you can never predict how it's going to go get viral. Bam, bam 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 started last year, right? And you even did a song in Sinulog, but how Hi. did it have a second wind and become a viral viral thing now?
3: That's, that's a question I can never answer on. Right. I can. I can analyze if a song is a killer record, but okay. I can never depict if it's going to hit or not.
1: Right. No, but this it's one, the second to... win, how did mm-hmm. that start? Because you, I think Lunio, DJ Lunio, did a dance mm-hmm. on it all of a sudden. Yeah, like, we're good b-. friends. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it.
3: He's Bisaya I, because he's from CDO, so it's very easy oh. to communicate towards each
1: other. I did not know this. Again, there's a lot of people yeah. that, that talk, talk to him, but Let's just talk about the virality a little bit. Just the Bam 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 Mm. Dance Challenge is Mm. huge now, right? And how did that challenge start start, uh, getting virality?
3: I think it has a lot to do with TikTok, the app. Mm. And from the beginning, I wanted to... I had a vision for Bam 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 to be on TikTok, but I Ah. never implemented it. I just waited for the fans to do it. Okay. And I also had a vision from the get-go while I was in the studio making bum bum bum, I okay. wanted to create TikTokable um, choreography TikTok-able.
0: for it. wow. So
3: everything was very calculated, pero mm. I did not enforce it to the fans. They just did it now because dahil sa quarantine wala silang ibang magawa.
1: <laughs> That's true, you know. But hey, it's working, right? I mean, people yes, all thing. of a sudden our dancers are dancers. Like, oh, I didn't know this motherfucker can can dance. And all of a sudden, he's on on TikTok dancing and shit. <laughs> right, right?
3: <laughs> right. There's so much talent.
1: <laughs> no, it's true. It's funny. And, and again, Filipinos, as again, from. I've been to a couple of Sinulogs a couple way back in my, uh, a couple years back in my past life.
0: Nice, and nice. My
1: goodness, it's just I, I miss Larshan, Larshan. It's so
0: lit, and, right? Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Larshan. Ilaputi. I can talk about Cebu the whole day, but, um, but oh my god, I, I miss it. And yeah,
0: the Larshan
1: music, The music that you produce really has a festive sound to it. Especially the big hits like Cebuana and Bam Bam Bam. Right. Um well, how viral is it now? Let, can you talk about some of the, the, the numbers behind the Bam 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 Challenge?
0: Let's what
1: check. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's stuck. By the way, beware because it has an LSS effect to it. I've been stuck with it the past five days now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still there. I fucking hung okay. it mm-hmm.
3: Okay, I think today have twelve million views on there and six point five million views on the YouTube music oh video. My God. Yeah. Every single day it's it's growing. That's or crazy. Organically.
1: Exactly. You can never you can never force that to happen, right? It just happens naturally. Correct.
3: it. Got it. Oh.
1: Cool. Now let's talk about the new songs, right? There's this new song that's that's making the airwaves again, uh, especially, especially on demand yeah. and on Spotify. You know, Filipina featuring Cookies, right? Well, talk about this new mm-hmm. song that you released.
3: Filipina. I've always wanted to work with Cookies because he's up and rising in Cebu, and mm-hmm. I don't have that much featured artists in my roster of songs back then. Okay. But Cookies, we have really good chemistry in the studio. Yep. We have really good chemistry on and off camera. And it's just organic. And that's how I want to do my my songs with featured artists. I don't want to fake anything. I don't want to stage anything. So okay. that's why I chose Cookie. The reason uh-huh. why I chose Filipina was because I wanted to make a pre-sequel for the Cibuana track. I wanted to make something that was more dominating to the nation, not just mm. one specific city. It, and baby. also stay true to my branding, pa rin, Dance dancehall, tapos reggaeton, pa
1: Absolutely, and you know, let's just fucking call it. Your songs are club bangers, so if you're in Live Super Club or wherever in fucking Mango or in fucking IT Park, you know you're gonna hear that shit there, right? That's what for it
0: is. For sure, right? for sure. I was like, oh, Super can you sit
1: down. No, again, I, I my first hustle. I don't know if you've ever uh known this but i was in nightlife for 8 years so i know a good Ooh. i know club bangers when I, I i did an app called party file back then oh. uh oh. and that's why I, I know sinolog i know the club owners in cebu it's the same dudes anyway nice. shout out to you guys nice. um and again it's rare that you have this type of club bangers and again you guys are um you're part of a generation of filipino um, musicians also that are just uh Amazing! Like, um,
0: Thank mad you, props,
1: man. mad props. Thank yeah, you so I'm,
0: much.
1: I'm gonna stop fanboying here now. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Now, in terms of future, what's what's it like uh, gonna be? Because you have lo- local local collaborations, and and that's a key here. You know, it's not competition; it's collaboration mm-hmm. with any type Correct. of business as well. What what's in Correct. your what's up next for you?
3: Well, I really want to focus on local collaborations right now. Not foreign artists, Muna.
0: Okay.
3: Um, such as DJ Luno. We're mm-hmm. working on a track together, and since he's like the epitome of dance challenges and dance right now, I chose DJ Luno yep. because I think we could make something very special. Since <laughs> I make dance music as well.
1: Spoggy, it's, it's very Poggy
3: yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I'm saying that as a grown ass man. This guy is spoggy.
3: You're a fan. But aside the man,
1: yeah, cool, cool. Aside the
3: nice. from DJ Lunio, um, hmm. Scosta Oh my
1: yeah. god, are you kidding me? I just want to talk.
3: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're talking. Um, we've been talking for years, but
1: we oh, have to something yet. Yeah. Man, I'm a fan. I'm a, I, I hate, I, John Roa, John Roa is a one as well, right?
3: Yeah, and j Rowa. we're really, really, really good friends.
1: So I've seen a video of you uh, talking, having an interview as well. it was like, you guys are amazing, but. Just, just uh, I can I can name drop so much, but this is not a m- music talk show, okay? Right, so, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll do What we'll do now is we'll talk about business. But we have to take our last break because we have to pay some sponsors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the business side outside of music of Karen Sita, okay? Right. Well, let's talk about that more after the break. Mm-hmm. has to be covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax pay stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit payroll starter monthly 5 k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions, liberating your time for what truly really matters. Learn in flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. we're back from the break we're still with Karen Sita and we're now going to talk about the business behind the music and whatnot, which is what we see that's that's out in the open all you need to do is after you listen to Hustle Share switch to the Karen Sita's track bam 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 whatever Sabwana Filipina IDK is my per- favorite personal favorite because I'm hood like that um, <laughs> and uh, what I want to talk about is the finances side the, the, the business right. side of things right yeah should, very uh, important ask, As a as an artist, right? You can. There's only limited, uh, probably several solid income streams. So of course, let's name that um, the live live shows, which is probably Mm -hmm. the biggest one. Also, Uh, of Mm -hmm. course, the royalties from the songs and whatnot. Uh, The the game has changed because people don't really buy CDs now. They stream through Spotify, and though we have to rely on bulk on that one. What Mm -hmm. else uh, aside from those two? How how do artists technically earn?
3: Um, the bulk of my income comes from endorsements.
1: Oh. After
3: endorsements, that would be the live shows, and the okay. third one would be the streamings online.
1: That is amazing. So online, there's yeah. there is a revenue stream for artists now to to get compensated. Yeah,
3: yes, nice. but it's not that big. People okay. assume that it's millions of pesos, but no, it's not. It's
1: cents per okay. stream. Sounds yeah. good now. In terms of investment on yourself, because you are your own investment, how much do you even invest aside from your time and effort, of course, in terms of, of, you know, to to make yourself marketable and consumable Mm -hmm. as well by by the general public or by your fans? Good
3: question. Um, I have five buckets of savings. Okay. The first one would be the necessity and that's 60% of where, where I put my income in. 60% okay. of necessities. So that's, for example, uh, Facebook boosting or paying the bills. Those are my necessities. And mm. then I have my emergency fund, was, which is 10%. That's like when I get sick because I have GERD, gastroesophageal reflux. So anytime I feel I have an attack, I go to the hospital and that's where I get my savings from.
0: Wow, wow. Okay. My
3: third bucket is my investment bucket. 10%, mm. I put 10% there as well. So that could be real estate. That's my number one investment. Nice. My fourth bucket would be learning. That's 10% as well. So for example, master classes online or online courses. Wow. That's where I get my money from. And then the last bucket would be just the fun bucket. That's ten percent as well. So it all equates all right. to one hundred percent. And fun is just traveling or milk tea. Maganon, Ricos
1: lechon, whatever. Ricos
3: lechon.
0: <laughs> True.
1: Right. Fact. Oh my God. Lashan, whatever it may be, Ayer, or no? years like Ayers, Ayers, like sorry, that? Ayers, sorry. I have it. I love Ayers.
3: I yeah. That's my favorite.
1: There you go. Ayers lechon. If you just... haven't tried it, just. Just be careful, there's some COVID, but okay. Sobrang food
3: trip for run. I love going to restaurants and
1: eating. Oh my god, I usually stay in IT Park where where, whenever I go to Cebu. That's my go-to place. Uh, Right, right. And there's so much food around the place.
3: Wait, what's your favorite restaurant in Cebu? Just one.
1: Casa Verde, hands down. Oh,
0: the ribs, bro.
1: Yeah, all day. ribs And Smags. all Ila Puti, actually. 1A, 1B. Ila Puti for uh, their beef stroganoff.
3: Yeah. Oh, I tried that
1: also. Oh, so my good. God. It's like crap. So yeah. good. <laughs> i don't, don't worry. Okay. No, no. We good, though. We good. There's, there's no <laughs> MTRCB. You ain't got none on shit. Okay. All right. Now, you, I, I want to talk about investment. because. Recently, I saw while I was low-key stalking you, you <laughs> opened uh, a business, a cargo forwarding business with your, with your fiancé. And it, was, yeah. says there, it said there that it was a step towards your dream to becoming the CEO and COO of a company. Yeah. Can yeah. you talk about this dream and what are you trying to build here in this cargo forwarding service?
3: Well, Abiona, it's called Abiona. It means the goddess of all journeys and wow. safe journeys. Mm-hmm. We worked on launching it for a year for paperwork. And we officially started operations December lang. Wow. So, sobrang fresh pa kami. We have a few clients, mga lima or, yeah, lima. And mm-hmm. our biggest client would be Ultramart. So, basically, wow. we get the products of Ultramart from their warehouse to all of their store branches in Cebu. Mm. And eventually, when Ultramart branches to Davao or Manila, we'll also follow, also because my fiance owns Ultramart namandin, so it's still an in house client.
1: Got it. So Mm. you basically up, up, uh, Downstream or upstream, yeah, the, the logistics all, of it. All
3: of their logistics, yes, yes, on a timely manner and basis.
1: That's good. So you have a pipeline, and you're 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 growing simultaneously with with the business. Yes, That's it's great. very
3: enjoyable and super different from show business. I suddenly became like a one man island to like a corporation with a lot of bureaucracy and a lot of employees, and you don't know how to manage it. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. so different.
1: Correct. Now, how did you I was overcome? Not it? used to it. Did you apply some of the learnings you learned in showbiz that you can apply in depth? Because just uh, like I always use this analogy, the way I run my teams and the the one the way I run my business per se is still very basketball driven. Because I used to play mm. basketball when I was in high school, and the, the concept know that. of how I <laughs> I oh, you. Oh, awesome! <laughs> that is that is so awesome. So I, I, I know really, in
3: college you wanted to go to like professional basketball. That's what I know.
1: Yes, oh my god, thank you so much. But again, I am yeah. Pat now. I am professional eating only. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Food to uh,
3: podcast. Okay. Yep, anyway.
1: <laughs> House of Lechon. I'll see you there. Um all right. Um uh, or sunburst. 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 Okay. Uh, so I'll see you in sunburst. Anyway, um that that's how I I still Basically, the principle of my life and how I run my teams, how I interact mm. with my, my teammates and the, the employees that I have. What did awesome. you apply that you learned from Showbiz to how you run your business and how you hustle there?
3: It's quite similar in a way that I'm always an introvert. Mm. I, I may seem extroverted. on, what? on You're introverted. The front. <laughs> yeah, but the truth okay. is I just had to be a sponge for the most part. It was okay. a very, very... It was the biggest transition in my life, honestly. Okay. From show business to traditional negocio. Okay. So I just had to observe and mirror all of the... Heads of departments like our CFO. I just have to keep following her and observing. Mm-hmm. Um, the GM. Go to the warehouse every week and see what's wrong and see what's correct. How do we um, make a solution for this? So just shadow everyone.
1: Got it. And be a learner again until you get yes. the ropes and then,
3: yes. and create new it's shit. So, That's awesome. It's kind of a weird stage, run because I'm so used to people like, Calling my name and saying like, Karen Sita, number one. Tapos, I going into traditional I'm suddenly a no one. Yep. I don't know anything about this company or mm-hmm. how to, how to, know like, do research and development, how to do, like, accounting. It's so different mm-hmm. talaga. Pero every day we manage it naman and it's doing very well. And especially now that COVID is going on, we're still operating. So that's amazing!
1: So, that. congratulations! Because I already know that sometimes the same hustle and the same desire, and sometimes that's what that's all it takes. If you're really someone who's who's done it before with with any type of uh, success, that can replicate, mm-hmm. and it's just only mm-hmm. a matter of time till you figure that out and be amazing in what yes, you do. And so, to
3: humble yourself, then.
1: Absolutely. Now let's talk about humbling. You, you segued into that. You know what are the things that uh, uh, make you humble? Because, you know, there's a lot of... No matter how much good shit you put out there to the world, there's some motherfucking haters all the time that put, mm-hmm. put that shit on what you're doing, right? How do you stay mm-hmm. humble and make sure that you're true to your roots and true to your core and your beliefs?
3: Um, my haters don't really affect me that much because I don't focus my time on haters. I don't like reading comments as well. So mm-hmm. I tend to stay away from social media in that sense. Okay. So I hire social media managers to manage my social media and do that... engagements for fans.
0: Mm-hmm. So you, Pero, you... Mm-hmm.
3: how I stay humble? Naman, I always have my family around me. Okay. Ever since I was young, like what I said, Kenny. my family trained me to be family oriented. So talagang kung saan saan ako, dapat my family member din ako ng isa because it's just different. Eh. If like a true Cebuana
1: a right family, there.
3: Yes, or or a dog at least. If mm-hmm. wala kung busy yung family members mo sa trabaho, at least okay. bring someone that's really from your blood. And that's Absolutely. what keeps me humble, Because they that, remind me, uh, I'm not that. I'm not that shit. I'm I'm just Karen. Right. I'm not Karen Cita. You know what? You know <laughs> what I mean?
1: That yeah, it keeps you grounded per se, right? Mm-hmm. And and it makes you. Because sometimes we do have the tendency that you know success. Uh, has some down downsides to it but if someone keeps you grounded and makes you even killed then you're, you you're up. better like
3: yo yeah wake up dude Correct. you need that someone you need that someone and that someone is my biggest brother his name yeah. is bum bum and he Oh so you yeah. leaned it
1: after the him
3: yeah wow. he inspired the title and he he he's the one who introduced me to hip hop
1: no way and what was when he was listening younger. to back then he was
3: listening to Tupac a lot of fucking Tupac, 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 Tupac.
1: g funk holy shit wow um, Biggie, Dr. Dre of
3: course Dr. Dre you, can't, yep. you can not never oh. go wrong with Dr. Dre oh, and man. he was active he used to be an active member of the Crips he used to be like the president of Crips here in Cebu family yeah. so, <laughs> <my, my, my laughs> <laughs> oh, don't how how the blood in there, he, there okay a blood <laughs> that's in
0: he was
1: okay. yeah um, this is OG as OG that can come. I didn't know there were Crimson into mm-hmm. What the fuck? But that's that was dope. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. All right. Last question before I let you go. I know you got to do another interview. Um,
0: yeah.
1: The COVID nineteen exposes, uh, kills literally or decapitates uh, the biggest one of the biggest industry and what's close to my heart again, entertainment industry, uh, live events. It's it's nothing. Stocks. There's nothing like it. Stocks yeah. and whatnot, but. In terms of event and hospitality, there anything that requires human attention or being in one place in bulk that will basically affect people and that will definitely affect artists right uh, and, and with live performances what's yeah. your message for artists that to, to and how to survive because that's a steady and that's one of the biggest streams of income uh, mm-hmm. that they can get
3: God. I think my advice would be to find different streams of income. Hmm. Uh, outside of music and outside of show business because everyone knows that the show business is not a steady job. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they want you, sometimes they don't. So it's not a nine-to-five. And to also take advantage of social media because there's a lot of platforms there where you can, I don't know, you can monetize like YouTube, start a YouTube channel.
1: Right.
3: Or, or do podcasts.
1: Like you there on, you, go. you know what You know or, what to call. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And in and, and, and that sense, that's what I like about your, your thing because you're not just one, one-sided. one You're multifaceted. You actually know that, all right, this is not forever. You've already invested. Mm-hmm. You know where to put the buckets mm-hmm. of money that you have and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. and but bulk of it is actually saving. So that's good because yeah. most people make it rain on the hoes. You know what I'm saying? No. And, and we don't want that because at the end of the yes. day, if you don't take care of your finances, or you don't take care of the people around you, just like how Drake does it, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if he doesn't take care of his team, nobody will, and all of that is going to be gone if you don't really have a very, rich dad, very, poor
3: dad, financial yeah. IQ.
1: Boom! My goodness, how can't you to listen to uh, read read's rich read, dad, poor dad? Wow!
3: I read both of his books, rich dad, poor dad, and. The financial IQ I'm a it. bigger
1: fan now Just knowing that Robert. So mad props Aww. To you Thank you so Thank you. much Karen Sita That was such of a
3: good way To end the interview
1: Absolutely mm. Now, Okay now Karen um, Before I let you go If they do want to listen If they want to check you out Or again They want to collaborate yeah. And they want to get Your synagogues How do they reach mm-hmm. out to you And what do they do that?
3: Right My Facebook And Instagram Is at Karen Sita Official Um Please join the Bum 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 Dance Challenge and stay at home para good vibes lang tayong lahat. Yep. And my bagong single po ako, it's called Filipina featuring cookies, which is available on all the digital retail stores like Spotify, iTunes. And yeah, maraming salamat Ron, maraming salamat Hustle Share, and maraming salamat sa lahat ng Sita Babes.
1: There you go. See the babes and all that. But before I let you go, all you see the babes, follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to if you're on Spotify, have to follow us to listen to Parents Sita right away. That's what y'all gonna do. Now if we do say we did say some uh, jargon on this podcast, don't forget that we do have a show notes on hustleshare.com so you can just check it out and if you want to grow this community we do have a hustleshare community on Facebook so you check that out too and if you want to get involved on who do you want to suggest next so again shout out to your secretary Karen because she made this yes. happen right? yes so, um, message us <laughs> in our chatbot at m.me slash hustleshare powered by feed again shout out to Ingrid and again Karen thank you so much
3: thank you so much Ron I really appreciate it
1: appreciate it and i see you guys in the next episode peace